What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Proud Dads Present Podcast. We're on episode five, Hi. and we've got some awesome things to talk about. It's me, Mr. Proud Dad himself, James Savannah. Got Marlon D. D. De Leon in the house, and we got a special guest. We got my folk, Mr. Rico, up, in the house. Rico. We got some awesome things that we're gonna hit you with today. We've got some interesting things going on in our personal lives. First and foremost, graduation is upon us. We've, we've got a graduate yeah. in the house. Two weeks to go. Two weeks. Two weeks, man. Man, it's been a, it's been a journey. I will say, I'm not gonna. Tell the whole story, <laughs> right. but that'll been, be another episode. Yeah, where been, testimony episode. It, it feels good to come to a close and mm-hmm. um, to to finish what I started. Right. Would you say the time has flown? Yeah, um, four and a half years, five years, kind of flew by. Especially yeah. when you're working full time. Oh yeah. Got family stuff, mm-hmm. and you're going to school full time. Yeah, your your life is school work home, school work home. Schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yep. The thing I appreciate about Rico, though, is Rico is like straightforward with like his schedule and what he'll get himself into. Like, you'll be like, hey, Rico, I got something going on Friday night at this time. He'll be like, mm, no. Like, <laughs> just straight up, no. At least he doesn't leave you hanging, though. Exactly. And I like that. You know, some people are like, you know what? Let me go. I got to check. I Maybe. I'll try really hard. I'll, I'll no. try. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, an, that's an escape clause right there. Mm-hmm. Contract. I'll try. <laughs> a contract. Like, clicking maybe on the Facebook event. Exactly. <laughs> you know you ain't going. Just click ignore and move on with your life. Exactly. Right. I'd rather you not even say anything than hit maybe. That shouldn't even be an option. Maybe. Or um, what's the other? Interesting. 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 What the heck is that? I don't know. Although I think I did just click interested on an event today. I for, what was it? I forgot what it was, but I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Interested. So what can what can the the event host do with that information? I'm curious. With the interested, I guess the maybes is somewhat mm-hmm. useful, but the interested. I think the interested exactly. Is, it's part of the algorithm that makes sure the posts that are going to the page are showing up in your feed. So like you're getting the updates for them as well. Oh, mm-hmm. you mean the Fed posts where like yeah. you talk about pop. Popeye's chicken and all of a sudden you get like five ads for Popeye's chicken on your Facebook page. So we got graduation. Graduation's coming up. You just got certified as a um, insurance Insurance agent. agent, Congrats. Congrats. Applied for my uh, Michigan licenses as well. So since we live so close to the state line, Mm -hmm. figured why not? Reciprocal business. Indeed. I mean, Edwardsburg, Niles, right there. That opens up your business. Oh yeah. And I just passed my bank certification test yesterday. What on that the mean? first try? Bank certification? State Farm has a bank. Since when? Since they had a bank. <laughs> <laughs> what? We'll talk more about Okay, that. all right. Yeah. Marlon's going to be my insurance agent now, so <laughs> I, we'll talk a lot. I'm just waiting for him to hurry up and get a f- official so I can... Right. TikTok, mother... <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Our stories always lead into an interesting segue. See, I don't into... know if you caught that earlier when I, was, when I asked him if the time flew. You know, you always like... What was that? What was last week? Oh, I you set you up real good about sitting on the couch last time. Yeah, and I'm like... it. Flew right over my head for like a good 15 minutes. Bump set with. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I am the only non-college graduate in the house right now, so you must forgive me, doggone it. I don't even care. We still love you. We, you, you better. Jesus still loves See, you. See, I'm the one that gets to check that box that says some college. <laughs> so I'm like right. that in between. Anyway, so this week we're going to be talking about time versus money when it comes to family when it comes to um just doing stuff adulting adulting is overrated you know back in high school when we were all like i can't wait to get out of here right i can't wait to be grown no i'm like Mm -hmm. lord take me back (laughs) jesus so i want to wake up mm -hmm. hit up my nintendo yep Blow off the cartridge. That blow off, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Although he might be a little bit of a generation behind. Yeah. I don't know if you knew about having like blow the cartridge and like Super Nintendo. That was my life, man. (laughs) That was my life. Yo, Mario Kart. I'm telling you, back in the day was so much easier when you think about it. In a lot of ways. Nipsco will not (laughs) relent on anything. Nipsco 
change your ways because you are the mafia. <laughs> I swear. No, I'll tell you who's the mafia is uh, the trash companies. But that's a whole other topic because they, yeah. I'm they, not going to mess with how? the trash company. They take the trash away. It, exactly. So probably putting all my business out there for a little <laughs> bit. My trash had not been getting picked up for like three weeks. So it was piling up. So I had to call them up. I'm like, okay, this is getting pretty bad. So apparently, okay, we pay quarterly for the trash bill around here because there's like five or six different trash companies you can use. I'm not used to that. I'm used to being in the city. You get one choice and you just pay your bill. Monopoly. Exactly. So you get an option out here. So I chose Borden and you pay quarterly. Well, apparently we picked up mid-quarter. So I thought I paid enough through now. No, they told me, well, you didn't pay because you joined in November and November's in the middle of the da 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 gave this whole explanation that confused me. And then they're like, and now you can't pay quarterly anymore. You got to pay monthly and you got to pay like a surcharge. And I'm just like, to get my trash taken? I mean, I'll just throw it in the van and find a dumpster myself. <laughs> I'm just like. Mm, I would uh, check out waste management. I, I just got I a flyer. Up. Yeah, yeah, I signed up in 35 seconds. Mm -hmm. Came and picked up my trash the very next week. Gave mm -hmm. me a garbage bin. It's a wrap. Yeah, I'm Sounds like you saved it. a lot of time. <laughs> you and these segues and so, money okay. oh, time versus money so I got you the gist is the, the catch 22 conundrum of needing to make more money to have more time but you have to decrease your time with the family to make more money dun 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 it, exactly thank you for the, I need a sound effect button I got your back. Okay, can you do the little air horn? At... Yeah, one of those. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, just have a little bit of a conversation. I've been on this kick where it's just been downloaded in me to, to talk about balance. Mm -hmm. And it's just been interesting because I sent an email to my pastors, to some of my teammates, and at work, I've just been talking about balance. So the dork in me did come out. Because I was sitting watching YouTube and I was watching something on black holes. I think I talked a little right. bit about it last week. About how it's a balance between the particles smashing into each other causing an explosion. And the gravity that pulls it the other direction holding it all together. Any increase in either direction, you either get a supernova which blows up an entire galaxy. Or the opposite, you get so much gravity that it implodes on itself and sucks everything up with it which is a message in itself that's going to be my first sunday pulpit message dog on it black, black holes, holes. <laughs> but how do you find or how do you achieve that that balance between time and money is that even possible or do you have to sacrifice and i just want to put it out there this isn't one of those you're right or you're wrong kind of episodes we just want to talk this through hear how you handle it, get some suggestions, go through our nuggets. Mm-hmm. Gold so, nuggets? Golden, Those are worth money. Yes. If you can find some gold nuggets. I it mean, would take a lot of time to find them, though. You and these, <laughs> would, would that be a pun? I can do this all day. Yes, you can. I bet you can. All day. So, Rico, what do you think? Like, how do you achieve it? Can it be achieved? Or do you have to sacrifice? Hmm. <clears throat> I would say there's there's some sacrifice that's that's inevitable mm -hmm. you know but, i mean you 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 we were just talking a little bit before mm -hmm. we jumped on air about your schedule yeah it was pretty nuts well because i went back to school later after some unfortunate um events that transpired where i was sort of in limbo for five years i was in a sense trying to make up for lost time mm -hmm. because there was a period where i couldn't work i couldn't go to school and I couldn't make any money. You know, I was working odd jobs um, to try to make <clears throat> a little bit of money to help my um, my daughter through life. I mean, she was at the time an infant, you know, mm -hmm. and then all this hit me at the same time. But <clears throat> that's to say, when I got back to school, I thought in my mind, I'm going to bust this out for four years, struggle if I have to, because I don't want to take seven, six you know, eight years to go through school going part-time. So I figured the if I sacrifice these four years now, it'll set me up for life, mm -hmm. right? Pretty easy equation, you know? 
four years of suffering, X amount of years of, you know, glorious life. I thought I was good. But one thing that I did notice is I did sacrifice a lot of time and a lot of memories and moments with the people who I hold dear. And I mm. don't think that part of the sacrifice was worth it, you know, because at the end of the day, no matter how much I make, no matter how hard I, I strive, if I'm missing out on the things that really matter, i.e. my relationships with my daughter, my friends, my family, what did I really gain? Like, mm -hmm. no matter, you know, and I think at a younger age, you know, at 29, that's what I'm realizing and that's what I'm learning before it bites me in the butt as I go into my 30s and 40s. I'm trying to mm. really take a step back and think hard. That's this is a that's why this is a great episode and a great thing to think about. Is that money and what you can buy with it and what mm -hmm. you can afford to buy um, for your family, is it worth that sacrifice? And I've come to find out that it depends on what you're sacrificing. Ooh, if you're fair. there, Ooh. if you're there yeah. in the moments that count, Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily a sacrifice because mm -hmm. most families understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. Right. But if you're doing it to the point where you're not even there for the most memorable times, mm -hmm. you know, the, the birthdays, the graduations, mm -hmm. the, you know, the... You know the the two times a week where it's just you and your family and you're not showing up. Right. That's a problem. That's not mm -hmm. worth the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But in terms of setting the rest of your family up to where they don't have to stress out about money and finances and they have the options that you want them to have, that's worth it. Hmm. That was good. And you know it's so easy to fall into that fall into the trap, especially when you start getting older and you start to feel like you haven't accomplished. Mm. And achieved Why are you what talking you. About my life right now? Man, <laughs> I'm talking about my life. But college degree isn't the only measure of success. Yeah, exactly. That's gonna. There's there's an episode where we talk about that. Yeah. Of uh, being successful without a college degree. So I won't any. We won't delve too much into that. Mm -hmm. But that was my mindset, and I see all my other friends having degrees and working at like Turner Sports or traveling places, and I'm just like, okay, I gotta get in the gear. I gotta start making sacrifices. I'm gonna work two three jobs the kids will understand but do they, I was gonna say, will they, do they? we can fit we convince ourselves right. of that though they get it exactly it's like we we make them adults See, the, when the they're like nico gets it because he's only three months old right <laughs> <laughs> he gets but karina she's 18 19 months mm -hmm. she knows when i'm not home mm -hmm. so when i do get home if i don't engage with her when i get home she's mad and she'll let me know mm -hmm. papa sit mm. sit book oh yeah you gotta jump in there you have to be there when it's when mm. it's your time to be there yeah. exactly and be fully there though that's Ooh, yeah that's mm. the key right there because if you're still thinking about your day what mm -hmm. you left at work and then you come in and your attitude is slightly off oh they pick up on that that's oh, one yeah. of the reasons i mm. switched jobs exactly mm. that residue mm -hmm. or like if you take work to like a function of theirs like if you're at like mm. a concert or at a track meet and you're on your laptop not even paying attention why are you even there why are you I mean, even there exactly and that's what I've learned is like kids want that quality time, right. not just time. They want your presence, not your body. Right. And it, it, it's, it's interesting to come to that revelation and seeing how kids are so perceptive and they pick up and absorb everything and mm -hmm. like... And they don't forget nothing. No, they don't. Nope. I, I forgot. It was either Meyer or Haley reminded me of missing something when they were in like the first grade. And I'm like, how do you still remember that? This is back when I was working like 60 hours at one job and mm. then going in working a second job for another 2025. 20, it was Maya when she was at Pearly Elementary and she had like some kind of musical concert or something like that. And I missed it. And I was on the verge of missing something. What I think it was like her first track meet this year. And she was like, well, it's okay. It, it feels the same as like when you missed that da 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 da. I'm like, you still remember that? And you're in eighth grade now. Seven mm -hmm. years. Seven mm -hmm. years. Half her life. Yo. It, mm. We think they're so young not to. Right. But no, they take it with them. And that can affect you for like years even as adults it took a long time for myself too like my dad wasn't able to make any of my football games during my entire mm. playing career through just counseling it was discovered that i was harboring 
anger and resentment yep. against him that I was carrying over into my relationships, into my parenting, mm. into just my adulthood. And I'm like, man, if that carries over from fifth grade and I'm 31 years old, I mean, this is like a recent. Yeah. I'm 31 years old and still harboring that. I, I don't want my kids to have to go through that either. Mm-hmm. Something, what is acceptable? Like, is there a scale? I know you're talking about it depends on what you sacrifice. How mm-hmm. do you decide what is acceptable to sacrifice that won't affect your family? How do you, how do you decide that? You're dancing around all my nuggets. <laughs> I'm dancing around them? You're dancing around all my nuggets. My bad, dude. Then say one of your nuggets. One, my first nugget is simple. Actually, all the, all the nuggets are simple. They're nuggets. Okay. The first one is know what drives you: mm-hmm. time or money. Okay. Everybody's Expound. Got, right. You, you've got a master in some way. Is it time? Even if you had to just choose between the two, everybody can make a black or white choice. Mm-hmm. Pancakes or waffles, ketchup or mustard, hamburgers, hot dogs, time or money. Pick one. Do you love more? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying you don't love the other one, but you love one more than the other one. And that will drive you mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Do you want to spend more time with your family? All right, then do it. Do you want to make more money? Then do it. Maybe it changes week to week. Maybe it changes from job to job. In the short time that I've had a family and kids, the one of the periods that I've had the most fun is when my first child was born and I was unemployed job searching. That mm-hmm. was the least stressful job searching period I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. I was at home with my brand new baby and my wife recovering from delivering a baby <coughs> and I was jobless for 10 weeks mm-hmm. but I suppose at the same time that was probably some of the best 10 weeks of my life Yeah, because I spent time doing what I was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. spending time with the family helping my wife out holding my baby right, and just sitting there now did I ha- eventually have to get a job? absolutely was I still searching and doing that like on the side after, you know, after my wife went to sleep after the baby went to sleep mm-hmm. yeah I was job searching doing all that you gotta know what drives you for a right. long time it was like I got to get paid. I got to get paid, especially having an arts degree, knowing that you aren't going to get paid. Mm. You got to try to get paid so you can go do your art for free when when you're not working. I was going to say, anybody with an arts degree out there, (laughs) there's not much you can do with an arts degree. You know, shout out to them, although we respect each and every one of you. But if you have an arts degree, that means you have a lot of other skills. You got to find ways that you can market them that way. Ooh. Oh, let me be your coach. I am a certified life coach. James Savannah hit me up. Check out the website. Shameless plug. I don't even care. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, know what drives you, time or money. Mm-hmm. That's my first nugget. So Drop. so I want to, either one of you can answer, but I, I'm not trying to challenge you. But I just want to know, how do you find a balance in it? And I'll give you a scenario. Like when I um, passed my real estate exam, mm-hmm. I quit my job <laughs> and I was able to spend all the time in the world I wanted with the kids, right? I mean, we're having so much fun, we're going to the park, um, they're all good, but there came a point where we started having to lean on more ramen noodles as opposed to spaghetti noodles and things like that. And things around the household tend to, I guess, uh, start going downhill. I won't even say downhill because it wasn't like Things were getting repossessed, but the mafia that is Nipsco change <laughs> your ways, Nipsco. They're about to shut off your power. You know, let me let me be quiet yeah. before they like play, start playing with us and You're taking cold showers. Especially in going into spring and summer, <laughs> we cannot have it like ninety degrees in the house. So I'm sorry, Nipsco, you are not the mafia. You are the greatest power and energy source in the world. But when the bills start stacking up mm-hmm. and the stress levels start coming up. Mm-hmm. And you're still able to spend time with the kids, but you're stressed because everything's stacking up. So how do you balance that? Or how do you move into that next level where you're making either like a passive income or you're making enough to where time versus money doesn't even matter anymore? How does that happen? How do you get to that point and how do you, how do, I guess, how do you achieve getting there. I'm going to get real deep on it for a second. Oh, Jesus. I don't think it's so much about finding balance mm-hmm. as it is working towards balance. Okay. Okay? Like, I'm not trying to find my equilibrium 50-50 and find there and stay there mm-hmm. and live there. Mm-hmm. I will live in a seesaw and I will always be walking towards the center. Mm-hmm. Maybe I go too far. Mm-hmm. Maybe I got to come back. But I got to do that. Like, you have to 
you have to find out what drives you, right? Okay. And you got to take the realistic things in mind, like you got to pay your bills, you got to mm-hmm. eat, mm-hmm. you got to figure out, and you know, is that driven by you wanting to take care of your family, mm-hmm. or is it driven by wanting money? So I can buy some Jordans. Right. I don't buy Jordans, by the way. I, I shop at Walmart and pay less. I don't hey, even care. You know. Ain't no shame. Shoes are like $7 at pay less, by the way, for their going away. So if you need shoes, check them out. Right. So it's, for me, it's not about like, I'm not trying to stress my out, tr- trying to stress myself out, finding the balance. Mm-hmm. That's a, to me, that's a terminal journey. Mm-hmm. You're going to find okay. the balance and you're going to stop. Okay. That's not it for me. For me, it's mm-hmm. always working towards the balance. And I will intentionally go too far because, and this is an acting thing, it's easier to go too far and pull yourself back than it is to just inch forward until you get somewhere. Say that again. So it's easier uh to go too far and bring yourself back than it is Mm. to just carefully inch your way up to a point that you want to be at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or being indecisive and taking hesitant steps towards, you know, right. whatever destination you've chosen. Like one of the biggest things in acting is making <clears throat> bold choices. Mm-hmm. I would rather have you make a bold choice, go way too far and be like, you know what, let's turn that down a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You went too far into that. Mm-hmm. As opposed to you trying to say, get a little bit more angry. Get a little bit <laughs> more <laughs> frustrated. Trying to you know pull what? it out of you. Right. 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 Okay. I don't want to have to like keep putting air into you. I want to like slightly overinflate you mm-hmm. and then as you get played like played out then you're going to hit that nominal point of inflation oh lord now i'm wondering what you're going to say on this podcast that i'm going to have to edit out and marlon pull it back no i'm just kidding you're going to be as real it. as you want dog on it the realist once we get apple approved but <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep saying that every week until we're approved by I'm apple eating, like 12 apples this week fiji or Red Delicious. Red Delicious. They're like a 10 pound awesome. bag from Costco for like $6. Mm. If it's not a granny apple, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them all away. <laughs> Shout out to the granny apples of the world. <laughs> I'm going to steal your granny apple. <laughs> Yo, I. I... <laughs> Never mind. I was, I was going to share a story of like me in third grade, but I don't think anybody wants to hear it. But anyway, that that's interesting. That was an interesting point you just made. Mm. Being it's easier going too far. And bringing yourself back. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it kind of goes along with the same adage of it's easier to, you know, ask for forgiveness. And then you know. permission. Yeah, because yeah. then... You, you like you learn so much for those bold moves. Mm-hmm. You, you make a really bold move and you strike out or you fail, right. but you learn so much from that. Right. Versus being indecisive and like you said, inching towards something. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, people who are inching towards it, they don't want to fully commit because they right. don't want to. They don't want to fail or they don't want that criticism um, mm-hmm. of people judging them. So. Being bold and being yourself and striving mm-hmm. for that thing, mm-hmm. even if it seems crazy at the time, right. you will learn so much from those failures that eventually you'll you'll strike gold. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because, okay, two points because you said two things. One from an event that I heard and one from a book I was reading because um, Idea Week that just passed, mm-hmm. I went and I was listening to one of the speakers. Um, and even on the keychains and some of the marketing the hashtag was bold fail Mm. Mm. and how much they learned from failing and Mm -hmm. it's like the people who are timid and play not to fail are not the ones that hit the most success Mm. the ones that don't care about failing and learn from the fails are the ones that actually move up or find their success Mm -hmm. or just make it and achieve their goals and then it, there was a story i was reading um that uh think and grow rich mm-hmm. i was reading that book and one of the very first stories was talking about how uh i'll just say darby because they, they just use mm-hmm. his last name darby how during the gold rush he went out he was um digging for gold he found some gold went back borrowed some tools to mine it from like his family mm-hmm. they let him hold a whole bunch of money Gave him equipment, so he and his uncle went back out there, mined all the gold, um, and got to a point where they ran out, and they okay. They started trying to find it, but eventually they stopped. Sold off all the equipment to this dude, went back home. They eventually paid off all the money, but the dude that they sold the equipment to hired an expert. They went into the mine that they had already started. They left off three 
feet away no. from the richest gold mine in the United States. Like the dude invested, I think they were talking about invested like what equals today like a hundred bucks into the equipment that Darby mm. and his uncle sold to him and ended up being like a billionaire. Crazy. Because he took that bold step, hired an expert and just kept going. And the thing that Darby learned from it and took with him the rest of his life was the fact that he stopped three feet short. Mm -hmm. So he made it up in his mind that he was never going to stop three feet short ever again. He eventually became a millionaire in the insurance world. Hey. Hey, shout out to my insurance agents out there. Mm -hmm. He eventually became in because he then had that mindset. I guess we can harken back to using that failure Mm -hmm. uh, learning from it mm -hmm. and then next time just not stopping short of his goal that's but, a prime example of what I was talking about like mm -hmm. if he had just kept digging and went too far that's the only way you're going to find mm -hmm. it the, Ooh. Only, the only way you're going to strike oil mm -hmm. is if you keep digging too far but if you keep like inching towards it Man. it's going to be like you never find it like the yeah. example I've, I've been eating a lot of hard boiled eggs lately mm -hmm. just trying to quick healthy protein <laughs> hard boiled eggs super simple <laughs> okay. this is, no this ties in this ties okay. in go with me on this one to hard boil eggs, you gotta boil water, right? Mm -hmm. Now think of if you turn on the stove too high, okay, you're gonna boil the water real fast, and then you can turn it down. Mm -hmm. But if you start on a low heat mm -hmm. and just keep slowly turning the heat up and up and up, it's, it's and gonna up, take forever. It's gonna take forever for you to get to that water to boil. Mm -hmm. Look, I don't know about you, but how much time do you have? Right. I just want to get these eggs boiled so I can peel them and eat them. Oh, and I bet you won't throw a little bit of salt in that water too, make it boil even. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good analogy. <laughs> right. Interesting. You so boil water. Not being afraid to go too far, because I'm all about striking out. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm I'm one of those that will try it. I don't, I don't care if it doesn't work out. Hey, at least I learned, I tried, and it's all for the motivation of mm -hmm. family. So let me ask you this interesting question. Can you run towards that balance being driven by money alone? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You absolutely can. You can, whatever drives you will drive you. Mm -hmm. Now what you want to get to, that's a different question. So say, say if you're driven by time with your family, your mm -hmm. goal is to have a happy family. Right. If your goal is to make a lot of money, your goal is to be the richest person around. So what drives your motivation is different from what your finish point will be. So if you're driven solely by money, what will make you like, what will, what will hit you that 50-50 balance? And if you have an answer for yourself, if you give yourself a terminal goal, then you can say, yeah, I hit a billion dollars. Now what? That's part of the reason I don't look at the 50-50 balance. Like, and you're always continuing for the next thing as part of excellence. Like right. I, had, I had an old CEO that defined excellence as continuous improvement. Always always getting yourself better. Always raising the bar. Always getting a little faster. Getting a little stronger. Reaching a little higher. Right? And the same thing with me. Like starting in a commission job that my goal is to make a certain amount of money. Then once I can consistently hit that bar, why don't I raise the bar? Until I give myself a bar where I go, okay, because to raise the bar, I'm going to have to put in more hours at work. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to take away from my home, my home family time. Mm -hmm. So I have to figure out how much time do I want to spend at home. And I could, if I really needed to, I could calculate how much time I wanted to spend at home. Because I know what I need to come up with as a baseline for money that I need to make. Mm -hmm. And I can figure out budget-wise how much extra do I need to save for future goals. Okay. You know, Interesting. There's uh, all sorts of things that this could come into retirement conversations, conversations that should be having with like middle schoolers. Like, here's 20 bucks. Save it. If a middle schooler saved 20 bucks and put it into a savings account, they would make more money before Compound they turned 65 than I started now at 37, Compound saving like $500,000. Mm -hmm. They'd make way more money than me. Which we're probably going to have to invite you back for our money talk. I've had conversations mm -hmm. with you about money and you have an interesting mm -hmm. money mind. So when that comes up, I'm definitely going to let you know. And money does talk. Money. <laughs> did you see that movie? Money Talks? Mm -hmm. that, was, that was a long time ago. Classic. <laughs> but when it comes to finding that balance and working towards whether it's driving by time or money that leads me to my second nugget, which you got to know your breaking point. Okay. And if you're a family person, if you're a family man, know your family's breaking point. Mm -hmm. And don't get there. <laughs> don't. It's easy to find your breaking point and burn yourself out and find yourself, you know, to do that. 
Do that when you're single. If you haven't found a relationship, <laughs> do that when you're single. Do that when no get it all out the way now. Find your find your rock bottom before people depend on you. you oh, yep. <laughs> it's easier for you to go live at your mama's basement on the couch <laughs> right. with just you as opposed to you, your girl, and five kids. <laughs> right. So if you know your breaking point, you can. You granted, you'd have to start paying attention to yourself more, which is hard for a lot of people to do because mm -hmm. of self awareness and everything like that. You got to figure out what your breaking point is. Episode two: Take care of yourself, right? Mentally, physically, culinarily, mm -hmm. emotionally. Eat the good food. The boiled good eggs. That's a uh, drop for that boiled eggs. Boiled the eggs, <laughs> or just eat them scrambled if you don't have time. Mm -hmm. Unless you're allergic, allergic to eggs, don't eat the eggs. Don't eat the eggs. Right? So some some. What you said makes me want to ask you a question, Rico. Mm -hmm. With everything you had going on, how did you not burn yourself out trying to work full time, school full time, still being a friend, parent, um, hanging out? How did you do it all without <laughs> driving yourself crazy? That's a good question. I don't know if I really thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. I think what drove me was simply my family mm -hmm. um, because I knew there was no one else. Mm -hmm. If I didn't do it, no one was going to do it. <clears throat> and I think that's what that's what I always thought about when I thought about whenever I was tempted to, you know, give in or throw in the towel or slack off a little bit, I always remembered that there's no there's no fail safe. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no safety net. You know, I came here, my family came here when I was one years old from Benin, West Africa. We don't have family here. Mm -hmm. So it's me, my mom, my brothers, and that's it. So, so it was all or nothing for you. Exactly. Older brother um, in and out of jail, and I'm number two, and I got two younger brothers, and then I got my mom. That's it. So if not me, who? Hmm. And that's what I always fell back on, and that's what always kept me going. If not you, who? That should be like some merchandise <laughs> that we... Next episode, we're going to be selling merchandise, if not you, <laughs> who, <laughs> going along with our Proud Dads gear, which I got the Proud Dads hat, rocking it, what's up? Looks but good. Yes. I like it. It's crisp. It is crisp. You know, I don't normally do white because I'm the guy that gets dirty easily, so like I'm living on the wild side, you know, <laughs> but it's interesting to hear other perspectives and other motivations in the walk. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, even though we have the same goals, mm -hmm. we might not have the same motivations, and we could still end up in the same places. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting. And I think that's where we get caught up sometimes, bickering over mm. how to get there. And it's like... Or, so, or we, who was getting their best. It, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, we were just talking about earlier. It's like, should we take Ironwood? Should we take 23? Yeah. Yeah. Do we go bittersweet? Here's an example I thought of the other day. So I finally saw Crazy Rich Asians. Good movie. For those of you just joining us, I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm Filipino, right? First generation American, both my parents from the Philippines. Finally saw Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. Or as Ken Jeong called it in his Netflix special, Yellow Panther. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching, I'm watching Crazy Rich Asians, and Constance Wu plays the main girl in the story. Mm -hmm. And the whole movie, I'm tripping out because... I acted in a play next to Constance Wu in Santa Monica when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Really? I, I mean, right next to her. We were in a much production of Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. Crew High Productions. She was one of the watchmen, one of the other, one of the ladies in waiting. I played the, the father, and I played one of the other watchmen as well. And I she, stood next to her and acted next to Constance Wu. And she made it to movies, and you and made she it to South That's exactly where I'm going, though, right? Okay. So here's the thing. So... So she kept going. Mm -hmm. That like she was driven by whatever she was driven by. She got mm -hmm. fresh off the boat. You know, she jumped in the Crazy Rich Asians. This is obviously a summarized list of her resume. Mm -hmm. And then you take my journey, and here I am, living in the Midwest, mm -hmm. married, two kids, mm -hmm. just started a full time commission job that so far I am loving, mm -hmm. and I can go to the beach but still have snow. Oh, I see what you're saying. At two different types of yeah, the year. Yeah, okay. Right? I can have I can have four different seasons. Mm -hmm. I can walk down the street and not have to worry about somebody stopping me, asking if they can take my picture. Mm -hmm. So, do I enjoy the arts? Yes. Was I a theater guy in college? Yes. Will I always enjoy theater? Absolutely. Was it my ultimate goal to become a big-time movie star or a Broadway star? No. And that never was. Mm -hmm. 
because it was always one of my goals to be a family man. Right. And one of my goals to have a home, to be a dad, and have that. And I'm there. So it's not about did I did I fail in my, my professional path, or it's not about comparing my life to Constance Wu's life, which, shout out to Constance Wu, you're killing it out there. Yes, represent for all the Asians. Right? We just took different paths, because mm-hmm. we had different things that, that, dri- that drove us. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm totally okay with that. Nice. You know, sure, like, are there some times that I think about, what would it would have been like if I went to Broadway and directed a play that won a Tony? Mm-hmm. That would have been crazy. You know, if I stuck to directing and, like, went to Chicago instead of South Bend, mm-hmm. with a theater program there. If I go, if I went to grad school for theater, there's so many different ways that I could do it. So it's what about what's driving me? And it's always changing. Is it going to, am I going to be a family man? Am I going to be a corporate man? Am I going to be a karaoke DJ? Am I going to be a pizza delivery driver? I got to find out what drives me. And like what Rico was just talking about, your, your family, mm-hmm. taking care of your family and taking care of your folks. That's easily what drives you. Mm-hmm. And so there was no question to you that that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's been very clear. And when your goal and your motivation is so clear, <clears throat> it doesn't feel like you're getting burned out. Because mm-hmm. you know it's bigger than you. Right. Mm-hmm. You that's know good. it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where recently, like, if I have a question about any type of topic, I'll I'll search it up in my Bible lab. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, is, what does the Bible say about time, about any types of these things? So I looked up time. I just searched the word time. Mm-hmm. And I scanned through some of the verses, and I came across one from Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1, New American Standard Bible, chapter, uh, New American Standard Bible, version. I was like, what are you talking? We're going to back up a second. Ecclesiastes 3. (laughs) Okay, back up one more time, I'm sorry. Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 1, New American Standard Bible, version. There is an appointed time for everything. And there is a time for every event under heaven. Mm. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. There is an appointed time for everything. And there is a time for every event under heaven. Now my third nugget. Segway. Is your priorities are up to you. No one else. Mm. You. Mm-hmm. You will decide what they are. If you like playing the blame game, you can say, well, my wife tells me what to do. My kids tell me what to do. My mom tells me what to do. My dad tells me what to do. No, you can make that choice. You can decide if your family is important enough to work for. You can decide if your family is not important enough and you're going to leave them. You can decide if you're... That just hurt my heart. (laughs) You got to look at both sides, Mm -hmm. right? You can decide if if one of your kids is going to get your attention more than your other kids. If your wife's going to get more attention than your kids. If your kids are going to get more attention than your wife or your husband. Or both your husbands. Or both your wives. If you got two wives, how do you pick between the two? Real talk. Utah. Change your ways. <laughs> right? So if if you pick your own priorities, mm-hmm. and you know what they are, mm-hmm. and you know what your breaking point is, mm-hmm. you have the recipe for what can be a successful journey towards a seesawing balance. Hmm. I'm not saying this will get you to a balanced life. I would never say that. I would never prescribe that to say that I have the answer to that. Because mm-hmm. if I did, I'd be the biggest hypocrite ever. Mm-hmm. Because here I am still trying to figure that out. And I'm 37, feeling like professionally I'm like 23, just out of college. Mm. Right. Mm. So mm-hmm. I'm always continuously working towards balance. And I will always go too far. Mm-hmm. Especially at Thanksgiving. Yo, do you I'm have like, all permission to go too far on Thanksgiving? <laughs> I went too far on Easter. Christmas. Maybe not New Year, because that might mean you're like that meant, randomly somewhere. Yeah. Like that a, means taking Uber back from places you've never been to. <laughs> I didn't we didn't have Uber when I went out for New Year's Eve. I'm sorry, Lieutenant Dan. She tasted like cigarettes. I was fascinated. That's what that reminds me of. <laughs> There's so much to take away, like that you can apply to your own like walk just by having conversations and talking things out. And I'm curious to hear Rico's nuggets. Mm-hmm. Or you want to rock, paper, scissors for who drops theirs first. Mm-hmm. Marlon likes to drop his throughout I'll, the episode. He sprinkles they're them. They're nuggets. Like, they're, not bol- they're not boulders. They're like not a, gold bars. They're what, nuggets. What was that meme that was going around with the dude? The salt. The salt <laughs> drop. We're going to have to get on YouTube because I, like, I do a lot of like hand expressions and stuff. So, <laughs> Catch us soon, YouTube live with our podcast, Proud Dads Presents. But yeah, go ahead and drop your three nuggets, your takeaways um, for t- 
time versus money. So, nugget number one, it's Ooh, no. something that I've always heard, people have told me, but I never quite understood until now, which is keep family first. Hmm. And that is a foreign concept to a lot of us in pursuit of other things. And hmm. keep family first, it's so simple, it's so basic, but yet we neglect it. We, we neglect our relationships, we neglect, you know, being there and being present. There's a difference. Yeah. Like you were, we were talking about earlier when, you know, you show up to a, a ball game for one of your kids and you may be on your phone or you may be thinking about work. So you're not fully there. You walk home, you, you open the door, you walk in, you know, say, hey, honey, hey, kids. But you're not present. You're not walking up to them, hugging them, embracing them, asking them about their day. It's just, this is what I do. I come home, we, we eat dinner. Mm -hmm. There's a, you know, there's, there's that big difference. Oh, heck yeah. And when it comes to work and trying to do what you can for them, it's funny how... The, that leads into my second nugget, Segway. which is time is more valuable than money. Whereas, which leads into my third nugget, <laughs> you can make up the money, but you can't make up the time. So those memories that you make, the pictures that you take with your family, mm -hmm. that's what they'll remember. Your son, your daughter, your, your wife, they will remember when you were there. They, they think back to those memories and those times that you had. And but they will just as equally, if not greater, remember the times that you weren't there. And mm. that's why family Ooh. time, that's why that's so important. And I'm so grateful and so happy that I learned that at the age of 29 and mm. not 59, where mm -hmm. the time has passed me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think time is more valuable than money, because at the end of your days <laughs> and as you get older in life, Nobody is going to care what you have in your bank account. Nobody is going to care what car you drive. Nobody is going to mm -hmm. care what, how successful you were in your business. The only people who are going to care about you are those people who you've had an impact in their life. Ooh. And they look at you. They look at you and see someone who they can count on, someone who they can trust, someone who loves them and someone whom they love as well. Mm -hmm. And as and that's why I, I love talking to you guys because we're we're kind of of you know the same mindset in that we're trying to get to a place while keeping everyone we love dear. You know, right. without mm -hmm. leaving anybody behind. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, trying to make space for you, your family, your friends and everyone that has helped you get to where you where you are and where you're trying to go. So um, yeah, man, that's it. That was that's good. Yeah, those are some shiny nuggets. Those are some shiny nuggets. <laughs> them, them ain't no. Ooh, I'm gonna have to edit that. I don't even know what I was trying to say. <laughs> wow, has your brain ever outpaced your mouth? <laughs> that's story of my life. <laughs> those aren't McDonald's nuggets. Is what I was trying to say this whole time. Jesus, but yeah, that is that is good. Time being more valuable than money is really that is really good, and that is something that you definitely have to sit and take your perspective on. Mm -hmm. So, like my nuggets that I'm gonna drop, they're more like Burger King nuggets than McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I'm just Chicken fries. So, ooh, yes. You can drop some chicken fries. I'm gonna drop some chicken fries, <laughs> but um, my first nugget would be be intentional mm. being intentional and that is something that i have definitely had to it, it's been a learned skill because i am definitely a um by nature i just do stuff mm. on whims mm -hmm. <laughs> and that can only get you so far <laughs> yes for those of you that aren't in the room with us i just raised my hand yeah <laughs> i think we have all been there living off of the whims but um yeah especially when you're trying to achieve your goals and mm -hmm. get your family where you want to be and getting that um the chase of that balance that you were talking about marlon is being intentional about it mm -hmm. and making a plan making your goals um actually communicating that with the ones you love i've found that when i communicate what's going on and what i'm doing and why it's like they take it better. Now I still make sure I'm present and not just the body in the seat. 
but nowadays if i have to go drive a dine-in job one night a week i can sit down with the family and explain hey i'm not gonna miss your track meets hey i'm still gonna be at your recitals but just know i'm gonna take one night a week to go do some deliveries mm -hmm. and make a few extra cash a few extra bucks on the side mm -hmm. so we can take that trip you want to take in the summer Communication. Yes. I, man, that should have been a nugget. You know, can that be a bullet point that's of my first whole, nugget? That's a life skill. That, <laughs> yeah, that is... I have like three books on my bookshelf upstairs all about communication if mm. anybody wants to borrow them. Because communication does not come natural to me. Which, we'll probably take another episode on that one to talk like about. A series. Mm -hmm. Golly. Communication. I don't know if that would be a segue into my second point. Or... It's in the area code. Right? It's in the area code, you know. Okay. It's it, may, maybe in the same zip code. Yeah, I'll give it a zip code as opposed to area code. Being authentic. Mm. Being authentic. Okay. And when I say being authentic, it's I'll just use myself. I'm not gonna say we've all been there, but I think we've all been there. But I'm gonna just use myself. But we most of us. Yes, where we we try to create. We try to justify our chase for something when we know our motives are completely different. Case in point, I joined one of those MLMs, one mm -hmm. of the five I've attempted over my lifespan. And I mean, I was really drawn to the big bonuses mm -hmm. and the car, like this particular one advertised, oh, get a BMW for selling this much. And I was like, I was so about chasing the status, the look. This was like my mm -hmm. mid to late, I was like 25, 26, I think. Mm -hmm. I won't throw that MLM out there because I know a lot of people that still do You're it. You're going to bust out love... the utility companies, but you're going to bust out this MLM. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they're still around anymore. It wasn't Amway. I, what was, oh, it was a Body by Vi. There, mm -hmm. I did it. Body by Vi. It was change your ways. Change your ways. I don't think you can anymore because I haven't heard they, of you they lately. They probably changed their name. Exactly. They're probably something else. But Herbalife. <laughs> I had I had one of their shakes from uh, was it Happy Healthies over there on Main Street. It was good. Yeah. But it's nothing but Herbalife. I was like, man, this is Herbalife. I don't want a shake that tastes like Twix. I want a Twix bar. <laughs> right. Anyway, we're getting anyway, track. yes, that bunny trail. But just be real about what your motivations are, even if it is money. Mm. Like being fake about it. It, I I find that even worse. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're chasing money and then you try to justify it with your family. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I, <laughs> That's a good point. I mean. That's a good point. If you're chasing money, just say, you know right. what? I want to be a millionaire. I don't care about anybody else. I want to be rich. Exactly. Just be real with what you're trying to do. Because being fake not only expounds more energy, but people... People pick up on fake. Mm. Good and real bad quick. people can tell you if you're being fake. Exactly. Right? And they know about loyalty. Like mm -hmm. you look at the old school mobs, like those are some loyal dudes. Right. And then my last point, which it does segue a little bit, is being unapologetic. Mm. Be unapologetic. We get to a point sometimes where we care too much about what other people are thinking or right. saying, um, why we're doing it. Like, you could have easily been like, man, why are you getting your insurance license? Insurance agents suck. Right. Or you could have been like, why are you going back to get your degree? You're old as a mug now. <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing that? But just living unapologetically not only frees you, but it, it just motivates you. If you're it's not like, hurting anybody, why apologize? It's like, what does it got to do with you? You're, I'm not living your life, and you're not living mine. Flashback so, to episode one, James Vanderbeek. You will not live your life through me. Uh, varsity Blues <laughs> reference. Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. <laughs> so be intentional, be authentic, and be unapologetic would be my nuggets for this episode. Nice. Which, this was a cool episode. This was like, so. this is like a drastic difference from our fake episode four that we've actually... And I love when you can talk and teach all at the same time. Yeah. And just have three people with similar mindsets trying to accomplish similar goals in Try the same five. room. Wasn't <laughs> that a... What, what, was, what was the group on... Uh, 
what's the uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker? Um, what's the movie? Rush, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Wasn't that the group tripods? <laughs> triads. <laughs> the triads. There we go. <laughs> you know, go to the dad joke. We need to wrap this episode up before I just start saying. <laughs> I, think, I feel like that was our dad joke. <laughs> Well, real quick, does anybody have anything else they want to drop or add for our time versus money um, topic? By the way, listeners out there, if you want to respond or comment or have any questions, you can drop us an email at prouddadspresent at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at SpeakLifeJames or at Marlon D. DeLeon. Rico, do you do you do social media? Nope. <laughs> See... Rico's a G, just for the record. So, if you have a question for Rico, you can reach out to one of us and we can get to him. (laughs) (laughs) We're his bodyguards, I guess. But if y'all have any questions, comments, if you just want to chime in, if you have any nuggets you want to drop, or if you have any advice or how you have found the time versus balance conundrum, share it with us. Prouddadspresent at gmail.com. Speak live James. Ed Marlon D. DeLeon on Twitter. Hit us up. What's 50 Cent's name in Zimbabwe? $400 million. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) We talk about time and money. Wow. You know what? We'll use that one. We'll roll with it. Oh, (laughs) man. Well, hopefully nobody from Zimbabwe or in Zimbabwe is listening, but (laughs) we'll we'll wrap up. I appreciate all you guys out there, listeners, um, for joining us. Thank you to our special guest, Rico, this week on our episode. We're definitely going to have him back. And, you know, as always, Marlon D. DeLeon. Yep, yep. Mr. Proud Dad, James, we are signing off. Here's the tunes.